Located on the edges of your radio static, you've stumbled upon the lost signal. Tonight, we are proud to bring you a production of Tilson Mullally's Mission Report. Tonight's production stars the Lost Signal stable of actors and is brought to you by all the fantastic shows on the Podmoth Network, like Leave the Lights On, a true crime podcast of murder and mayhem sure to chill the spine this October. I made an inspector with the OSS. How are you doing today? Need a cigarette. Here. Thanks. Sure. Now tell me, Private. Do you know why you're here? It's about Kleinberg. It's about Kleinberg. I've already been debriefed on it. Sure. And that's the official version. Sterile one. Nazi encampment in the village. The squad dispatched them, taking heavy casualties. You and Sergeant Kepler were the sole survivors, correct? Yes. Hmm. My people are a little more curious. You know what Kepler's been saying? I've heard a little. So have we. Putting some serious charges against you. Yeah, well, he's lying. Is he? Yes. Well, tell us your side then. Start at the beginning. You parachuted in, right? Undercover at night. There were four of us. Me, Tibbs, Horowitz, and Kepler. We landed smoothly in a field next to a burnout farmhouse and as we'd come down to the ground, the moon had peeked out from the clouds. Its light made sure anyone looking at the sky would see us, so we hustled into the skeletal frame of the house and hunkered down while we got our bearings and made sure we still had the element of surprise. It seems quiet. Think we were spotted by patrols? No, we came down Sam's lights. They'd have converged by now. They stints. You and Tibbs locked down where Kleinberg is? Yeah, it looks like we only drifted off the landing point by a half mile. Kleinberg is several miles north of here. Yeah, it looks like this road alongside the house here will take us right to it. Right. Well, let's move. Stay off the main road, move through the fields. We'd received reports of heavy activity in the isolated country village of Kleinberg. POW laborers, scientists, the works. 
All this had been gathered from folks in the surrounding countryside who'd lost contact with relatives in Kleinberg. Approaching the village resulted in being turned back roughly by the SS. They were told their relatives were safe, but no word came to or left that village. Intelligence thought it may be evidence of a work camp and assigned us to do some reconnaissance. What struck us as odd, though, were the lack of patrols around the village. We traipsed a few miles and didn't see a single one. It was eerily quiet. We drew closer to the outskirts, even the crickets laid off the racket. There were no walls or fences around Kleinberg, and the buildings of the village were dark, but there seemed to be a glow coming from town square. Where is everybody? I don't know. Stints, you see anything through the glass? Nah. No guards. Nothing but... Some kind of glow coming from the center of town. Y'all hear any of that? Yeah, it sounds like voices. What's going on? No guards, no fences, no people. Odd work camp, that's what it is. Yeah, it's strange. Hmm. Something's happening here. Or it's you and Tibbs approach from the side. Stints and I will circle around and come back. Regroup here in 20. Go. Sarge. Uh, I don't know. Came upon Town Square or Washington. Light of a large bonfire. Guards lined the perimeter as German peasants shuffled toward the fire, tossing wood into the flames. They shuffled and stared at the ground. The way the flames played on their eyes, they seemed almost black. No pupils, nothing, just onyx set where the eyes should be. The head of the bonfire, standing at a podium, was an SS general. You could tell by the skull and crossbones on his hat. He didn't wear the uniform, not even dress fatigues. He was enveloped in a black robe that billowed about. There was no wind. Around his neck was a large talisman. That's when we should have turned tail. In any kind of camp I've ever seen. Let's rendezvous with the others. Wait, wait a minute, sir. Something's happening. Two soldiers brought out a lamb, dragging thing to the podium. It was damn near screaming as they held it down. And they threw it into the fire. As we looked on, there was a commotion. The other side of the square crowd parted as two men were led to the podium. Their heads were covered in black hoods, and as the soldiers forced them to their knees, they were ripped away. It's Tibbs and Horowitz. Guts it. Shh. Guten Tag, Americans. And what brings you to our delicate little country town, hmm? 
Marshall Tibbs, Social Security number four five. I did not ask for your Social Security numbers. I asked why you are here. Marshall Tibbs, four five. Tibbs, shh. General placed his hand on Tibbs' face. Immediately, it began going blue. Tib gripped at the general's wrist weakly, but didn't do no good. It was over in seconds. Tib spelled to the ground like a sack of flour. Horowitz didn't move a muscle. He was always a stoic one. Guts of steel. Kepler grabbed our radio. Bird's nest, Sparrow 1. Target confirmed. Kleinberg is the test site. Move forward with the bombing. I repeat, move forward with operations. Sir, what test site? I thought we were reconning a concentration camp. Can't bomb this place. People, eh. They're not people anymore, Private. Need to pack up and move to our extraction point. If we're late, we're not getting picked up. Sir, Horowitz, things are happening here that are too complicated to explain right now, Stince. It's too late. And how about you, then? <laughs> Fuck you, Kraut. Hmm. Dispose of the bodies on the fire. The night is a special occasion. Our other guests should be ready soon. And then he looked up. Right at us. At a moment to make brief eye contact before the butt of a rifle knocked me out cold from behind. You want another cigarette, Private? Sure. Anything to drink? Water'd be fine. Uh, we'll get that right to you. Here's a light. So, happened after you were knocked out? Oh, it's a little hazy, but... Woke up in a cage. It was dark. Knew we was in a cave, but didn't know where it was. My head. Stints, you alright? I've got a nice sized lump here too, but I'm fine otherwise. Alright, good. Now, we've got to. Follow me. Where are. Boop! Beauty Slime Schnell! Go! Good. Now leave us. Yes, I get. Well, hello there, American friends. And to what do we owe the pleasure of this visit to our humble Kleinberg, huh? Nothing? 
Fine, I can start. I am General Getz. My full name is Getzberg, but my men are shorten it because I am the one who gets things done. <laughs> Why, you don't like my jokes? No matter. Are you thirsty? Boy! What of our American guests? The door opened. Child marched in. His skin was pale. Eyes as black as the other villagers we'd seen. He was clothed in rags, and dampness of the underground lair made a penetrating cold, but it seemed not to face the boy. Watched him bring in a tray of cups, some water, and a bottle of wine, set it down, and leave without a word. His movements were jerky, but sure. Getz must have noticed our looks because he laughed. <laughs> the boy is fine. Doesn't feel a thing. What would you like, gentlemen? We have water, we have wine. It's a good vintage, I assure you. I do love a good cabernet. I don't drink with Nazis. <laughs> I don't drink with American swill. But this may be all of our last drink for a while, hmm? How about you, Stitz? It is divine. Drink! Your last drink as well? So you know. Sir, what does he know? Ah, so your team was kept in the dark, hmm? Need to know? Go ahead, Kepler. No reason to keep it a secret anymore. It was a need to know, Stance. What? This is a camp, Stance, but not a camp like Buchenwald or Ravensbrook. Germans are working on something else here. Using prisoners for something else and went beyond medical torture. Villagers here are test subjects to a kind of torture that should never have been brought about by man. Subjects for what? Have you ever heard of organ energy, Estings? It flows through the salt, and those who can learn to wield it will rule the earth. Mein Führer had Kleinberg designated as our testing site to experiment with ritualistic mind control. That is an oversimplification, but yes. And these wonderful villagers and Jews are a marvelous ode to our success. It's how we will win the war. Now, if the information does not leave this cave, we radio for the bombs to drop. This entire place is going to be incinerated. Ah, uh, yes. And I along with you. Which is why we must hurry along and get you two to the surface. What do you... How's your head, Sergeant? And yours, Private? Uh, wine. What did you... Uh, some voodoo powder. A few other important things to make you more susceptible to my instructions. Now, hold out your hands, hmm? Good man. You see this dagger? Hold your hands over my cup of wine. You see how I did not drink yet? Ah, uh, you will see why. We held our hands out. Couldn't help it. Whatever he put in the wine made it impossible. The ornate dagger he'd produced from his belt was run across our palms. He drank the cup down as we blacked out. But I dreamt terrible dreams of black-eyed villagers and dancing daggers. 
came to in a field we had landed in. In the distance, the smoldering ruins of Kleinberg billowed black smoke into a clear blue German sky. Kepler had a suitcase handcuffed to his hand. Neither of us could open it. Neither of us really knew what it was about. I voted we cut it off, but Kepler wouldn't let me try. Said it had to be important if it was handcuffed to us. So we walked. Miles and miles. Till we come across a platoon and rescued us. But. There was something else. What's that? Down in that cave. I fell to the floor. I saw something. Getz had fallen back into his chair after drinking the wine. He was limp. Thought he was unconscious or dead. But that blue light Getz had used on Horowitz and Tib drifted from Getz's mouth. It was like a mist, but didn't float up and dissipate. Drifted across the room, and I saw it going to Kepler. Into Kepler? Yes, into him. And on the walk back, he barely spoke, just clutched that suitcase he had handcuffed to him. I tested him. Asked about how excited he was to get back to his wife after this. Said he couldn't wait. Kepler doesn't have a wife, sir. Well, stories match, sir, except for the endings. Differences being? Each one says they saw Getz going to the other? Hmm. What do we do now, sir? Well, there's only one thing we can do. Can't risk Getz getting out. Execute them both. Returning now to the edges of your radio static, this has been The Lost Signal. Follow us on Twitter at The Lost Signal 1 and Instagram at The Lost Signal Podcast. Also, follow and rate us on iTunes. Thank you and good night.